about the many different ways of being aware. And you may be sitting here this morning thinking, wait, now what do I do? Anyone thinking that? A few people here and there. Okay. So we, so just to know, as I said last night, it's not like you have to do it one specific way or that one way is better than the other. It's just there's a spectrum of awareness. And sometimes we practice with a more focused or selective attention. Sometimes we practice with a more choiceless. And sometimes we practice with a more natural awareness. And what tends to happen is they often go in and out with each other just kind of organically. So it's not like you have to work too hard to figure out what am I doing and when am I doing it and how. You just go with what's simplest, what's working for you, what is what you're receiving benefit from. And then, um, and then see what happens and just see what happens. So, so I'm going to take you this morning through all three of the things that I mentioned. And as we do it, it's kind of, we keep using the train metaphor, but this is sort of a different train metaphor. There's different stations. You can get off, <laughs> get off at whatever station you want. So let's say you're practicing with a more concentrated focus on your breath, and that's really feels so good to you, and it's just internally it feels like the right thing. You stay with that. Maybe you want to explore choiceless awareness, that scuba diving quality of being open to whatever is arising. And by the way, sometimes they merge in together. You do that one for a little bit, then you do that one, then you do that one, you do that one, right? It goes back and forth. And then if you want to, and if you want to stay at that train station, you stay there. If you want to move on to the natural awareness and just give it a try, and you try it for two minutes, and you're like, I don't get this, what? Okay, go back to stop one. There's no... The bottom line is what, in which way, in what way can I best stay aware, really? Like where, how can I go to a place in my practice where I can trust in this awareness, that this is supporting me, that this is where I feel held, open, relaxed, present, and you'll just do it, you just explore for yourself, okay? So we can settle into our comfortable posture or uncomfortable posture. Just noticing where you are, how you're doing, this point in the morning. Being curious about this body and mind. Taking some breaths. Allowing yourself to really be And no matter what way of practice that you do, you can always you can always keep an attitude of kindness, of 
settling in to your own sense of being. It's right here for you in every moment, this human capacity to be aware. And so starting with the more focus or being selective with your attention, finding your breath or the sounds, whatever is your main focus of attention. Receiving the breath, feeling it breath after breath. or sound after sound. One breath ends, the next breath begins. So in the most concentrated version of this type of awareness, when your attention wanders, you notice it, you can say thinking, and then you bring it back to your breathing or to the sounds or to your body, whatever it is coming back. So we have a focus, we have an anchor, we just keep coming back. Now you may find that other things are grabbing your attention. So you're with your breath and the body sensation is strong or emotion, a sound. You feel sleepy, you feel restless. So with this type of attention, we will focus on something when it becomes predominant, meaning it's obvious or compelling to you. If it's just in the background, let it stay in the background. But if it becomes very obvious, calling out to you, then let go of your main focus and turn your attention to whatever this new experience is. Listen to the sound. Feel an emotion in your body. Track the emotion. (coughs) Notice a body sensation, feeling it. So you stay with this new aspect of your experience until it no longer holds your attention or it's stopped or something else grabs your attention. 
But ultimately, we return to our main focus, to our breath or to the listening. And as I said, it can be simplified to simply just the breath, attention wanders, bringing it back. Or it can be more aware of different types of experience, but ultimately, again, coming back to your main focus. So we'll start here with what I was calling focused attention. Maybe a better word is selective attention. But let's start here.
So if you're comfortable staying with this form of practice, just keep going here. If you want to explore choiceless awareness, in this case, there doesn't need to be a central focus or an anchor to your meditation. But just notice what's happening as things arise as they come and go in your experience. So settle back in a sense, just kind of, and take in your experience as it arises and passes. There's a sensation and it increases. Then a sound pulls you and there's a memory. Then you feel your heart racing. Then you take a breath. Then there's a sensation in your foot. And so on. Emotion arises. A sound grabs you. I'm making this up, but for you, notice what pulls your attention. And it might be very subtle. It might be more obvious. Maybe there's a strong emotion. Stay with that emotion. Track that emotion. There's heat in my chest. Sadness. A little bit of anxiety moving through me. Sometimes this arises naturally in our meditation practice. But if it feels forced right now or hard, just go back to the focused attention. Just come back to your main object, your your anchor. Or try being with your anchor for a few breaths or 10 breaths or a minute. And then open up to a choiceless awareness. So play with it and also listen inside. What is helpful to me right now? What actually is happening in my mind? And how can I be present with it? Just be curious. Remember the analogy, it's like a scuba diver underwater looking at all of these incredible fish and coral. All of the sea life. Can we simply open to it, curious, attentive, without an agenda?
Sometimes it's helpful with this practice that we use soft mental labels. Thinking, or more specifically, planning, remembering, imagining, feeling, hearing, noticing. If these soft words help you to stay more present, use them. If they clutter your mind, don't worry about it. Don't try to figure it out too much what it is. Just trying to stay present.
as we transition into natural awareness, please don't try too hard. Just be. Just relax. For this next part, the invitation is to relax your body and mind. Relax. We are naturally aware. We're naturally aware. Our mind is aware without anyone doing anything. Can you sense and feel this awareness that's present right here all the time? Our minds are luminous, bright, limitless, boundless, open, spacious, like a giant sun radiating out. Can you sense that? Can you feel that? Resting. Nothing to do. Just letting go of having to make any effort. We can open our senses. So begin with our ears, just opening to the sounds. Let your your hearing capacity extend as far as you can imagine. And now feel the back of your body on the chair or cushion in space. Relax. And begin to expand awareness of space around your body. Moving outward, 360 degrees. Back, front, up, down. If you wish to open your eyes and expand your visual field, just keep your eyes soft. Seeing out peripherally.
Notice if it's possible to hear, sense, and see in this expanded way. Include the other people in your field of awareness. Just let them be here. What do you notice? Can you feel your inner experience? simultaneously embodied. Can we be external and internal at the same time? Don't forget your heart. Some people imagine feeling and sensing and seeing through their heart. Our minds open, spacious, vast, like the sun. So let's just explore this space. And if you start to feel contracted or confused, you always have the present moment. You always have your breath, your body. This is just another way of experiencing reality. So go to where there is comfort, curiosity, just be.
This is one of my favorite quotes. Having purified the great delusion, the heart's darkness, the radiant light of the unobscured sun continuously rises. The radiant light of the unobscured sun continuously rises. Who would you be or what would be here if there was no problem to solve? If nothing was wrong? If you were truly yourself? So this is what meditators do for fun. They play games with awareness. (laughs) Kind of sad, right? (laughs) That's what I do for fun. Um, So we're just exploring different ways of being aware. And I wanted to give you kind of a little bit of the lay of the land as I see it. And as I mentioned, different people, different things. There's no one size fits all in meditating. Really, just like no medicine works for everybody. There's no one-size-fits-all. So we give you different opportunities to learn and practice, and some things will really speak to you, and others, it doesn't make sense, or it feels funny, or it's not. That's fine. Just do what is working, what really does make sense for you. So time for a few questions or shares. Yes. Uh-huh. I get the sense that I'm uh, more sort of telling myself the story of my meditation or narrating my meditation. Uh-huh. Yes, Dan, you're noticing the, the knee pain, and now you're formulating a question to ask to Diana. I notice myself, well, that's what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Um, rather than bringing raw awareness to the contents of consciousness. Like I missed the fiction, so Fozzie, I'm having a hard time articulating it. But I wonder if you can speak to this at all. Yeah, okay, so what I believe you're saying is that is that when you're doing the choiceless awareness, you're, um, you're not, it doesn't feel like you're staying just directly with the experience. There's a narration that's happening simultaneously. Now this is happening, now this is happening. Is that right? Is that right? And then what do I do, kind of? Um, 
it, you know, it's actually pretty natural. A lot of people have narrations going on. And it, 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 believe it or not, it's just another thing to be aware of. So when, so when you notice it, you just, just, it it's, it's part of what is arising. It's how your mind is making sense of experience. And so it's not like you have to get to this state where you're only experiencing the raw sensation. It's just, just allow it to be there with awareness. And what tends to happen for people is it tends to kind of float away at a certain point. It doesn't, it, it's not going to stay over the long term. So I would, um, I would just not worry about it, but include it as part of it. Yeah, good question. Okay, let's see. <laughs> I know we have a lot of questions. <laughs> All right, let, let me do this because I probably can do about three or four questions. Who's like the most confused and most burning question? <laughs> okay. Over here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not as precise as I should be here, right? I'm not, I mean, I always, people ask me this question, I'm like, I don't know. I'll say attention and awareness. I think of attention as something that can be kind of manipulated and focused, and we, it, it, it's kind of the doing quality. Awareness is. Awareness is more multifaceted to me, and it's, it's, it can be like this bigger general awareness and, and this capacity of the mind to know, whereas attention is more like the deliberate doing. That's one way of looking at it, but you will probably see me interchanging it because I'm not being as precise. And then mind, yeah, mind is a funny word, right? Because, because I was referring in some ways, here's how to work with your mind. It's this thing, and we often... In, Western culture, think of it as the brain, right? But it's not, in my mind, it's not the brain. So in some cultures, mind is located in the heart, right? Or it's an embodied mind. And we're kind of, I, culture I come from, tends to think of it as, as, as brain activity. So, so I think it's, it's a matter of like sitting a little bit with the paradoxes and finding what's going to make sense for you. So it is, so you can think of mind as this thing we're trying to train. And then also there is, I am pointing to sort of a sense of bigger mind and just to like, just to sit with these paradoxes for now. Yeah, thanks. All right, we have time for a couple more. Yes. <laughs> um, I find it um, very accessible, by the way. This is very exciting. Uh-huh. between a being mindset in a, in a doing world, mm. in an accomplishment-oriented world. And one of the um, awarenesses that I'm, I tease myself with, and I wonder if I'm being naughty with, uh, <laughs> is this notion of um, mindful contemplation of an issue. So, for instance, you know, I might be wanting to work through what would be, what would be a creative solution to a problem how to dissect and rebuild a problem so I can understand it. It's active, right? It's not passive. It's, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's very much engaged. But I find the calm state of meditation being 
very powerful to do that. Um, is that naughty? Is that naughty? <laughs> <laughs> You're very naughty. <laughs> So the question is about um, about wanting to use the 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 mind that we've created here to explore, or reflect on questions that are of importance. And um, you know, the, there's a practice that I that I would offer, and that's the practice of we can call it wise reflection. And so, when your mind is feeling stable, clear, present, you have some concentration. You can drop a question into, into this type of mind, okay? So, and it's almost like dropping a pebble into uh, water and f- noticing the ripples. And so when you drop the question in, you feel, you, you listen for the answer, as opposed to what we normally do, which is try to figure stuff out. And there's often a very different experience of like, oh, okay, that's what's happening. And then maybe then you space out and then you ask it again. But if, and if you notice your mind getting too discursive, you, um, you then, again, coming back into your body in the present. So this is a deliberate practice that um, I welcome people to do from time to time when they're meditating. Don't make it be the main thing you do. Don't spend the whole day. But... But it's, it's, of course, when we have a mind, our, as our mind gets calmer, more clear, it's like, wow, let's, it's, it's okay to harness it, to think about things that are happening in our life, but let's do it in a meditative way and be really clear that we're doing it. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. As we go back into the real world Yeah. Can I, can I interrupt you for a second? We're going to spend so much time tonight and tomorrow on questions about how to take this back and con- being continuous. Can we book it? Okay, perfect. Thank you. And I should have said that right away, that, that only questions relevant to the practice for this morning, and then we'll do tons of that later on and tomorrow. For sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And my version of it, um, and I'm just uh, checking in about this, has been to um, say at 11:15. Um, this idea that while you're walking in a meditative way, you notice that you're noticing the world and stopping and just being present with the world, mm-hmm. and saying that's what I'm doing now. And when I realize that I have a problem that I am ready to. Mm-hmm. So you kind of you you establish a time for yourself where you're going to work on something in a in a way that's familiar to you, which is to think about a problem. But you 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 keep it in a very limited space. Is that what you're saying? I'm, I don't want to be putting words into your mouth, so I want to make sure I'm saying this right. Yeah. So yeah. I just use the phrase at eleven fifteen. Oh, you just use it as a phrase at eleven fifteen. Then what happens at eleven fifteen? You think about it. <laughs> Okay, so, so 
our, we have these minds that love to create and invent and think and do, and, and we're, we're working on this process of, of being and coming into the moment. And we can develop techniques like you're talking about that like, okay, there's a period in my day where I might think about something, you know, and it's just, and it's, and I'm, it's bounded, it's clear, and then I go back to the present moment practice. And that's absolutely fine. We become, we become our own best teachers over time. I mean, first you listen to the instructions and you practice and you, you, know, you work with teachers and then there are things that you creatively innovate that really work for you because it leads to less suffering and more happiness and more clarity, then great. It's a, it's a, it's a fantastic thing to do. Let me just see, yeah. Um, so especially when moving to choiceless awareness, yeah. for some reason I kept moving up and it was feeling like I was using body sensations for the focus. And uh-huh. then with choiceless, I started moving up like behind my eyes and I couldn't like get around this feeling of just now existing as my eyes ah. being. Even in the dark, right? But just being in my eyes. Right. So interesting. When he moved into the more choiceless awareness, he found himself kind of more up in his head, behind his eyes. So, um, so first, you can just notice that that's what's happening, and see if you can kind of invite a dropping down into your body, just so that the it, it's 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 almost just like a gentle coaxing into feeling the experience instead of viewing the experience. And don't get in tension with yourself. Don't start going, oh, I'm not doing this right. I can't get it. Just like, just get curious. Oh, this is happening. And what, what, what am I, what's the feeling experience? Like just kind of a dropping. See what happens. Okay. Is it fast? Quick. Okay. Uh, in the last part of the meditation, I felt like, uh, like my body's becoming quite numb and kind of like losing my body. Uh-huh. Felt like dying maybe. Is that <laughs> <laughs> this is my last three-second question, right? <laughs> sometimes, he said. Sometimes, my in the choice in the natural awareness, it felt like he lost, like there was a numbness, and he lost his body, like he was dying. Was it scary? Was it interesting? Was it really, is dying just the language of it? Or was it more just like a, like... It was interesting and powerful. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was it a negative experience or... No, it was more of a, um, feels like, okay, we have a limited time here and this is a great experience. And it's, I knew that's going to end because it was right at the end and you were going to ring the bell. So it was, it was very... It's very intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, okay. <laughs> we don't really have time to, it, it, let's put it this way. If you're experiencing something that's odd, strange, you know, these things happen in meditation. And if you're able to hold whatever it is with curiosity and awareness, and it's not feeling scary or overwhelming, but it's actually maybe even insightful, it's just different, then you're fine, then you're doing fine. If it gets to a place where it feels scary, weird, please talk to a teacher, okay? That's the, the basis. But it sounds, it sounds just like a really interesting consciousness shift that was happening, and it was, it was meaningful and poignant in a way, too. Yeah. Okay. So, number of announcements. Um, this, this, evening, this afternoon at 4.30, we're not going to have a regular talk. 
what we're going to do is this basket that's right here, we're going to put on that, on that um, table out there. And you can write this morning, write if you want to, write a note of any sort about the practice, any question that you might have, either about the practice, about going home, about something we've been doing, about the meaning of life, I don't care, whatever you want, put it in the basket. We'll review the questions, and then this, this evening we'll be responding to the questions, which means, of course, we're not going to answer all 90 questions, it, you know. Um, We'll just get to, we'll try to find the themes and pull them together and answer some of those. So that'll be out there for you. The schedule is about to change. And so this morning is exactly the same, except for one thing. The yoga is different. If you have normally go to the 3 p.m. yoga, you will go to yoga right after this at 9.45 shortly. And... um, unless you have a group meeting, in which case you'll go to the 11 o'clock yoga. If you normally go to the 11 o'clock yoga, you'll go to the 11 o'clock yoga. Clear? (laughs) Got it. All right. Otherwise, the morning schedule is the same. um, After lunch, there'll be a... a, Wait a minute. Oh. Oh, they haven't put it up. Have they not put it up or we don't have it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'll tell you. After lunch, you will um, go to, you will have a short sitting at 2.30, and then there will be about, I think starting at 3, 2.50, well, it goes until 2.50, and then there's a little break. And then 3 o'clock, we ask that everybody be in the room, because then it's, there's a lot of manager's announcements, things from us. We're going to be talking a bunch about, we're going to ultimately start to, start to, Stop, wait, wait, stop, stop not talking. Whatever, we're going to let you talk a little bit. <laughs> so, um, so it'll be a time, it'll be some basic announcement. So everybody please be here at three o'clock and it'll be a period and then there'll be a break before we have our question and answer segment. So there's just be a whole time. And then there will be a time afterwards where there will be talking aloud, just general talking, but don't, um, we'll explain that all later. So just the most important thing for you to know is to for sure be here at 3, at three o'clock. Um, do we have practice leaders all morning? Okay, I didn't check. And um, please remember that even though we're about to break this, the form that we're doing here, it's still very precious to many people here. So that means don't go talk with your friends out in the woods, especially not this morning. Just keep, keep the silence. And if you do, if you're finding that you're disturbed because somebody is doing something that you wish they weren't doing because you want to stay in, in the silence, um, then you just begin to work with your mind. Oh, frustration, irritation, feeling mad. But mostly, the, the, it's, let's stay as completely respectful and silent, holding the container to the best of our abilities till, um, till 3 o'clock when it shifts a little bit. Okay? The, um, another thing, just a small announcement, downstairs in the walking meditation area, there's two, there's two areas. One is for walking meditation. That's the closer to the door. And behind the screen is for movement of other types. So don't mix them up. Behind the screen movement, walking meditation in front. 
Did I leave anything out? Got it all? All right. Yes? Um, I'm just a little confused. So if I'm hearing you correctly, we're holding and maintaining silence until three. Yeah. And then after three, it's okay to talk or people still need to be silent after three. Yeah, okay, thank you. Um, at three o'clock, we'll explain what happened. So just hold it until then. <laughs> and then we'll give you the whole download. It'll be a combination of times of silence and times of speaking, basically. Okay. Um, last thing I want to say is, for those of you who are about to do walking meditation, for walking meditation, I invite you, if you're curious, and if you want to, to do a more natural awareness walking meditation. So that means, that means just have fun with it. Just take a walk, walk, and as you're doing your walking back and forth, just take in the sights and the sound and the space and the sense and just all of the things we've been talking about. How can you connect with this goodness inside you, this being, this resting, this, ta- this just, just being alive? Take it in, wide open, if you feel drawn. And then at times, if you want to go back into a more focus, go for it. But play with it, right? I mean, if all of the things we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, another question on the walking meditation. Yes. Sometimes I walk heel Sorry. to toe. Uh-huh. Sometimes I see people practicing as if it's toe to heel. Is there a way to do that or just normally walk but within mindfulness? Normally walk within mindfulness. Yeah. Uh-huh. Quick question. Will we return to silence this evening? Yeah. It's good. There's going to be a lot of silence and only a little bit of talking. <laughs> but just, just, just like, <laughs> just, this is your last bit for like full on silence for the next, you know, till two, till three o'clock. So be in it, appreciate it, love it. In a few days, everything is coming back. So just, Enjoy this precious time. Thanks. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.